recording now. We're recording now. Hello, Laura. How are you? I'm very good. How are you? I'm really excited to be making this new podcast with you. Get curious. Yes, me too. So what can our listeners expect on this podcast? I don't know yet. <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I think that's sort of the point, isn't it? Is that we don't really... So we have quite um, diverse conversations and talk about lots of different yeah. things, including books that we're reading, things about um, parenting, things about coaching, things about our experiences at work. Um, and I guess we just thought it might be interesting to other people um, to see, to share our thoughts and see what other people's thoughts are as well. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think I guess we're keeping it open. Like we sometimes talk about you no know, parenting things, or we talk about you no know, children, or kind of development, or spiritual things, or about you no know, just you no know, you no know, personal improvement, whatever else. So, but I guess we want to keep it open, don't we? Our, our conversations can be rambling, or they can be. But they're always really fun, and it's always really fun to talk to you. So everyone can get the benefit of listening in as if we're in a cafe and we're having a wonderful conversation and everyone's like oh wow what are they having <laughs> <laughs> I think the thing that, that always strikes me about our conversation is that I always go away with a takeaway with something either to like continue thinking about or you'll have um like I'll have shared something with you and then you you'll have furthered that discussion for me so you'll know like another resource or you'll have a different point of view about something and it's just that, like for me, it's just that um, natural curiosity about having a conversation. I love having, I've always loved having like debates with people. I like hearing different people's points of views. I like trying, like people trying to persuade me to think something differently. So it's just that yeah. having an open mind and being curious about anything. Yeah, I love a conversation as well. I think what I love about you is you're, you're so positive in terms of your energy and like I always look forward to speaking to you and I'm always energized. Like, you know, some some people it's good to have debates within intellectual conversations, but sometimes it can be tiring. But with you it's always like positive. I Whenever mean, I see your face on LinkedIn, it just makes my day. It's just like, yay, and I always like it. Even if I don't have watch it all of it. But I'm just like, yay, just seeing your face on LinkedIn is really like, you know, uplifting for me. So oh. yeah, and we always we always just kind of let's have lots of fun conversations. So Yeah. And also for me, that's kind of like the whole curiosity thing is about just seeing I think that's just the essence of like our connection in the first place is that we met through LinkedIn just from yeah. I was interested in things that you were posting, you were interested in the things that I was posting and there was some kind of crossover in that. Um, and then we sort of moved that into an offline conversation which isn't yeah. what I thought I thought we were just going to have like a one-off conversation and say hi you know like what you're doing whatever <laughs> and it's just turned into every now and then we have a catch-up and we talk about such random things but always just with a view of like I wonder what's going to happen in this conversation I wonder what will be uncovered <laughs> in this and I quite like that we're moving that through into the podcast where it's not we don't know what it is yet because we're just curious about like let's have a look what it's like to make a podcast and it's just continuing the theme of our relationship I think yeah I, totally I was going to ask like how we met but I guess on the podcast thing is I guess it's interesting because we've just created this podcast in like about half an hour we've just put it together and then we heard about Anchor FM I heard about it from my friend uh, Jen Diaz she has her own podcast called the Kiddush Book Club and uh, really was raving about Anchor how easy it is and she's like technical but I thought well maybe we'll, we'll try it and we've we tried it, we came up with a name, a little description, we found an, an image on Unsplash, and now like, we've got a podcast. And so yeah, we've just been playing around, recording this on Zoom, trying to upload it, playing with the transition. So hopefully we can show other people it's pretty easy to create their own podcast as well. Yeah, 
was just thinking that as well. Just, you know, I think that's what I like to do is just if there's something that I like to do, but I always have that thing of like, oh, you know, it's too difficult or it's too tough. I've got a real thing about I'm not technical at all, but I kind of like to give things a go or I like to try things out to see if I can do it. And then I think always looking at other people and thinking, well, if they can do it, then, you know, then probably I can and trying to work it out. So, yeah, if anyone else is um, listening and wanting to start their own podcast, like if we can do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's really fun. I know. Like, so it was always good to look at other people and think they can do it. And like my granddad always says, if you practice something enough, you can do it. But some people are like better at technical stuff. And like when we were just doing it just now, like updating the description and the photo and it, and then refreshing it and it changes like, wow, like we're publishing on the internet. It's pretty exciting. <laughs> it's, a big, it's a big step for me, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> I'm holding your hand. It's a big yeah. step for me. No, it's really but, fun to collaborate as well. Sometimes people do podcasts or the interviews and things. And that's, that's really good. It's, but it's fun trying to do it together as well. Yeah, and just on that, like holding your hand thing as well, because obviously we're not in the same location. So where no. are you based today, Brian? I'm in Luxembourg. I'm in our, our Amazon office in Luxembourg in a place called Kirschberg, Kirschbeerisch, which means uh, church mountain. And it's kind of like a business area of Luxembourg. The sky is blue, which is quite nice for a January day. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I've lived in Luxembourg since about 2005, although we had a few years in London, we came back here again because it's a really nice quality of life. We live in a little village called Sandweiler, surrounded by forests, and it's like a 15-20 minute commute to work on the bus, chatting with neighbours, and it's a, it's a pretty international city. You can get to you know, three other countries in 40 minutes, so it's, it's yeah, it's a, that's where I live. I'm, I'm from the UK, though. I was born in Newcastle. As you can tell from the accent, like then <laughs> I grew, grew up in Birmingham, which is another great accent to have if you come from Birmingham, which comes out sometimes. Um, but yeah, now I seem to have lost all my accents and just have this British voice. How about you, Laura? Where are you? I'm, I'm, um, yeah, I'm in Gloucestershire in Cheltenham, which is where I live, which is where I've lived for about twenty years. Um, and I'm, yeah, I'm from, um, like, near to Birmingham. I'm from a little oh, village where are you called Kinsborough, which is not really Birmingham, but, like, near Kidderminster Lane. <laughs> but that's the nearest place that anybody oh, yeah. needs to know. <laughs> when I say Kinsborough, people just have a glazed blank expression, so... <laughs> yeah, no, and we've never met in person yet have we but hopefully we're going to do that especially one of my brothers has moved to Stroud so it's not too far away from you so if I go and visit Ian and Kat and their two kids Felix and Dylan then I can come and hopefully swing by and say hello yeah, we could do an episode in person yeah it's interesting what you say about LinkedIn um, and I want to kind of explore more how we met because I'm trying to remember that but I think it's, it's funny like on LinkedIn over the past couple of years like when LinkedIn started you'd like connect with people you already met in person and it feels like it's as you say it's the other way around now and like sometimes you connect with people on LinkedIn and they're like have we met in person it's like no what we do we meet now online and then potentially we could then meet in person afterwards so it's kind of like because it's more opening as well because the other way around was like I met you in person now on LinkedIn and now what and it's kind of this kind of recruiting and increasing like a sales kind of platform but it's like meet on LinkedIn we've got a shared interest I guess I mean it's not online dating but it's similar isn't it you find someone with a, sh a shared interest and shared topics and then if you want to you know, explore more or you know go to conferences together or you know, meet up or, or work together mm -hmm. I guess it's kind of really opens things up but, but I think it's good taking it you know, not, not with everyone but with you know, people like yourself to carry on the conversation and potentially to meet or to you know, build something together yeah I think it's like any networking event isn't it I know I've heard lots of them um, I've had and received lots of different advice about ways to use LinkedIn and one one part of advice that I got was treat it really carefully only connect with people that you know and then completely the other end of the spectrum where I've worked with somebody who was like 
just to send out invitations to anybody within your sphere who may be interested in what you're doing. And I've kind of fallen somewhere in the middle, I think. Um, mm-hmm. But I also someone said to me once, like, think about any, like, an online networking is like any in-person networking event. So if you went to a networking event and only spoke to people that you've ever, that you've met before, then what was the point of going to the networking event? Because you could have just, like, arranged a one-to-one <laughs> with that person. Exactly. So that's kind of how I think of it is if I was just having it's not it's not I suppose with Facebook you might on a personal level you might only want to connect with your friends on Facebook it's a way of sharing like your personal information Mm -hmm. or photographs or whatever but with LinkedIn generally it's used for business so I guess if you're trying to grow your audience or your circle of people that you're like clients or colleagues that you can share stuff with it's about expanding that isn't it yeah, I think so. There's, there's a lot at the moment, like people will post things like LinkedIn isn't Facebook and some people are kind of quite clear and I guess I'm becoming clearer as well about boundaries about you know, what's your personal like, sharing photos of your kids or mm. when you when you got your guard down and like, you know, just being really vulnerable and doing something stupid or when you're kind of presenting yourself in a professional way. And I think there's, there's, those boundaries are blurred, but no, I think for photos of my kids and family that I want friends to see, I might put it on Facebook. But I think increasingly now I'm putting it into kind of whatsapp groups so like mm-hmm. you can put things on facebook and then it's kind of like who are you it's like those christmas letters you get from people like dear friends it's like who's this too but in a small yeah. whatsapp group it's you can kind of share things and comment whereas facebook is like you have someone you never speak to in person but they start commenting on your facebook posts and it's it can be quite weird sometimes yeah i wonder if as well like when facebook started it was really like a way to publish your life wasn't it? And like there was a little status. Yeah. I'm sure there still is, but like what MySpace. Friends reunited and all that. Yeah, yeah, that kind of thing. Where and I, I think now maybe we're moving into like a more conscious way of using it, where we are thinking like that question that you just asked then about who am I writing this to? Who am I sending this to? And I think I I don't use Facebook for personal stuff at all anymore because Okay. I suppose using it for my business has just given me a whole different perspective on, on doing it. I haven't got time to use it for business and personal stuff as well. Um, but also I'm like thinking actually if I who yeah like, just that question who do I want to see this picture if it's because I want my mum to see it then I'll just send it to her directly yeah <laughs> so, yeah. yeah I've been doing that more I think it's not just things on Facebook and you, you want those people to see it but it's just you know, now we have these whatsapp groups you can then I find myself copy and pasting the same thing a couple of times to different groups but um, yeah I think it's good and I think with LinkedIn it, again it's uh, there's a kind of commercial purpose to it. I know, you know, with your coaching business, you're, you use it to post content and to kind of potentially get you new know, clients. I think for me at Amazon, I've used it in the past for a lot of recruiting or for kind of like PR. I think, I mean, now, no, I don't really do that for Amazon as much. Amazon can do its own PR. <laughs> I kind of just do it for myself, my own ideas. And there's not necessarily a commercial motivation for that. I'm just maybe trying to improve things, but it does mean I get invited to maybe to speak at conferences or to kind of collaborate with people. So, yeah, there's kind of upsides, but it's kind of quite, quite commercial. Um, I think there's a real thing about like bringing yourself to work. It sounds a bit odd, doesn't it? But you know, like being yourself at work and the whole LinkedIn scene. I think people used to shy away from it. I definitely didn't use LinkedIn because I thought that it was going to be full of like quite judgy people who are all wearing suits and it's like <laughs> you have to behave in this certain way. And then I did some LinkedIn training. Um, and realise that you know, like we're all just people, actually, and lots of there are lots of self-employed entrepreneurial people on LinkedIn as well, and that actually 
you can use it for whatever you want. So I know that there's lots of posts saying, you know, this isn't Facebook and why are you posting jokes or why are you posting pictures of your family or whatever. But do you know what? Like it's your LinkedIn profile. You can use it for whatever you want to use it for. And if it's a personal thing for you, then, or for, not for you, sorry, but for anyone, you know, then who's to say? There's someone I connect with on LinkedIn. I don't know who they are, but all they post is jokes and, and they've got a huge following and like, it's, it's kind of quite funny sometimes, but then I don't know, you kind of think, oh, but it's funny. So it makes you smile. So why not amongst all the other yeah. recruitment posts or the you know, you know, TED talks and everything. And I think that's what, that can, that's what can stand out. I think when I started posting about a year ago, I did these confessions of a working father blog post, mm. which then became a kind of a small book. People said it really stood out because I just, I was just telling stories and just, I wouldn't be like, hey, here's how you can improve with five of these steps. I'd be like, no, let me tell you about my grandfather. Because that was, and that come from, I was doing these allies talks. Like I was going to you know, Madrid, Berlin and Virginia and doing these talks. And it was, people were like, why do you care about diversity? Why do you, this kind of straight white guy care about what is something that usually that you know, women or people of color talk about? And I was like, well, let me tell you about my family. And then you're just going to tell these stories. And it's that, that, that whole thing, like start with why, start with why you care. When people are like, oh, I get it now. Okay, now tell me. It's kind of funny. You have to kind of explain yourself a little bit. Um, but uh, yeah, and people had said to me, like, just interested in storytelling. They were like, oh, yeah, you, they, just so you tell stories stands out. At the same time, people were saying, I love the content you're putting out. And I was like, don't diminish it to being content. Like, it's, it's my life story here. Like, <laughs> so it's funny, isn't it? Like, it's, it's, it stands out. But then it also commercializes what could be personal content and if I talk about you know, talk about vulnerability or, or sharing things about you you're putting it out there but someone just sees it as a piece of content and how many views to get how many likes to get so it's um yeah it's, I guess it's like a, a balance you've got to kind of strike between that mm. that's it it's very personal isn't it because other people may post very personal stories about themselves but with the intent to increase their engagement or to get more shares or you know so it's just a very for whatever reason you want to share something that's okay it's, it's interesting yeah with what you were saying before about how you, if you just talk with people you already connect with which is kind of quite fun sometimes <laughs> sometimes you can't be bothered to network yeah. but it's quite interesting how I, I guess how I grow my network on LinkedIn sometimes is if I share something often it'll get likes by people in your first level of connections but then when I know something's an interesting topic is if I see a lot of the likes are from like second or third level connections. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I post things it's just first level connections. People who who you like maybe like my other posts, but if you kind of like, wow, okay, so this is this is interesting beyond people who've never heard from me before. Mm -hmm. Then I might just go and connect with some of those people. <laughs> like I might not even write a message as a connect. It's like you just literally an hour ago liked something I wrote. Maybe you want to connect, and people are like do I know you or how can we take this further or do you want to you're interested in investment in properties and I'm like no but, but that kind of I just kind of you know it's like you're kind of talking about something and someone comes over oh I heard you talking about that like I'm interested in that as well mm. can you include me in the group kind of thing yeah I don't know kind of experimenting yeah I think that's my sort of view on it now after using it for the last 18 months that's my kind of view is that I've put out content so I'll just call it that fine but yeah put out content yeah. <laughs> and then I sort of think I invite people to connect based on, like you said, like if they've liked something of mine or I've might have found them in another way. But I gen generally invite people to connect if I think that what I'm saying might interest them. And if it doesn't, then I don't mind if they don't want to connect. Do you know, to, you know, yeah, just exactly. either way, it's kind of like, here it is if you want to. And if it's not for you, that's fine too. It doesn't matter. But yeah. Yeah, I think, I think this is, if there's some context like that, I think when I, I built up though, 
quite a large LinkedIn network now, but a lot of that was from recruiting. And I think you know, recruiting, for example, getting more variety into engineering teams. I don't think you can just reach out and kind of you know, connect. And people, when you do that, I find particularly with men, they're like, who are you? Like, what do you want? I think women are like, this is a, a networking platform. I get it. But some men are like, what? Do I know you? Like, who are you to connect with me kind of thing? But I always, uh, I take like some role we were recruiting for and I just basically put like, you know, sharing case of interest. And when you find someone's profile, you can click on personalized invite. And so you can then send them a message and they can decline it. They can still get the message. But I found that was a way to send a message to someone that you weren't connected with. Um, and so basically, I'd, I'd know, I'm looking for Java engineers or something of a particular demographic. And I'd, I'd just send a load of those. And most people are just like, either they ignore it or they're like, thanks so much, or let's connect. And it's, I don't know, I think there's, that's a way I've built up kind of like quite a big network. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think you've got to give something. Sometimes you just you can't just click on someone and connect, like in a kind of recruiting situation. And, and I think you've got to give something of value. Absolutely. Um, yes, absolutely. And we kind of make your intention clear as well. I think particularly I've heard from, from women, I've, I've had it happen to me twice now. I've had like no sexual advances from women on LinkedIn. But like, I think I've heard women. I don't know what I'm doing wrong. You're gorgeous though. <laughs> but I've had women who've had all sorts of like, you no know, things. But you know, people won't put their photo on LinkedIn because they're concerned, you no, know, people are going to try and hit on them. But it happens a lot. And I, I've heard from women. I'm sorry, well, good it hasn't happened no, to me. No, I'm very pleased it hasn't happened to me. Yeah. <laughs> but some people are like, get all sorts of, they've had like weird, like body part photos sent to them. And it's like, crap, this is like professional networking site. Like, I have had so, that um, actually on, um, on Facebook when I used to do, I used to be quite a lot of Facebook lives. And I had people okay. going and like typing really nasty things in the text boxes. That wasn't very nice, kind of put me off a bit. Yeah, yeah. I think people do. People do. You. I've seen lots of posts like that from people saying, like, "Why? Do, why do people feel it's okay to send me this into my inbox?" It's just funny, isn't it? I know, privilege. But no. So how did we meet again? It was on. Well, was I'm interested about... to see what I sent you. <laughs> I'm gonna go back. I know. To we need to go back and see how we started <laughs> off. Like, how did? So we met. Um, I guess through shared interest about a year or so ago. I was you know, starting posting about parenting stuff. You, you know, what's the name of your your coaching business? It's just called Laura Deagle Coaching. It's really, really nice. <laughs> Not just. It's called. <laughs> I hereby declare it is called Laura Deagle. Is it Dougal or Dougal? How do you pronounce your surname? Dougal. Dougal. Okay. What have you been saying? Dougal. I don't know. I haven't been saying it. It's been writing it. <laughs> That's okay. Lots of people say that. Like that. <laughs> it's funny though. On our internal organization like chart, um, about a year or so ago, they added like pronouns. So obviously, if, you know, with gender fluidity, people might be she or they or or him. But now they're adding a new feature, which is how you pronounce someone's name. So, you know, you might you know in an international environment, obviously Dugal or Dugel. <laughs> it's kind of. I love people call me yeah. Dugal. Absolutely love that. Dugal. I've had it. When I had it in man, my own name, like man, explained to me in the event. <laughs> And the guy on the desk was like, and your name is? And I was like, yeah, Laura Dougal. And he was like, mm, I can't see you. And I was like, oh, it's just there, Dougal. And he was like, oh, that's Dougal. Like, um, oh, no, it's actually pronounced Dougal. And he was like, no, it's Dougal. Where's it from? Is it like a French name or something? Or is it? Um, well, my you looked into Indian, it. So I guess it's an Indian. Oh, yeah. It might have been a name that's changed over time. Oh, I didn't. I didn't know that. That's interesting. I didn't need to, yeah. Well, I don't want to give out family details on this person. No. <laughs> Yeah, boundary. <laughs> okay. What was your name before that? Bowles. I was very happy to change. Laura Bowles. <laughs> Laura Bowles for, for England cricket team. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How do you find that? Because I find that interesting, like on social media, like 
especially on Facebook, you'll see friends like you no know, women or you've know, you knew as girls at school, and then they've all got different surnames, and like it's like oh, it's it's whereas all most mostly the men have got the same surname. Not not there are changes, but um, yeah, it's funny. How do you find that? I mean, you connect with all the girls you knew from school. They all seem to have different surnames. Is it clash of identity, or it's kind of like interesting, or it is what it is. Just is what it is, I suppose. Never really. I don't think I've ever. I don't think I've tried to get like in contact with somebody whose name has changed that I wasn't aware of. Do you know what I mean? Like obviously I've known all my friends and their names have changed. Yeah, I guess it's more like from like secondary school. Yeah. People were kind of no. I guess obsessed with second surnames and things at secondary school. I don't know. I I was at a boys' school. And so it was, it was a girl's school was next door, yeah. Sorry? <laughs> tell, tell me about the weird thing about Facebook. No, just in that, like, now that's a phenomenon, whereas, like, 20 years ago, people just changed their names when they got married, and it wasn't a thing about, well, how will people find you on Facebook? Because people just changed their name. Do you know what I mean? Whereas now, yeah, it's, it's a thing. Yeah, my wife kept her name, and I think because as a barrister, she was known by her her name, and so it's really like we always agreed she keep her name. And she was trying to persuade me. Her cousin's a Finnish, and this her cousin took his wife's surname. So it's like no, oh, she says, "Well, you think you're a feminist? Check out my Finnish cousins." But like we agreed she'd keep her name, and then when we got married at Newby Hall in lovely North Yorkshire. They said, I give you Mr. and Mrs. Ballantyne. And my wife just turned around, like, her first words as a married woman. I never agreed to that. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, oh, married a married Yeah, that's interesting. I looked at Ballantyne. Ballantyne's kind of, um, it's from the borders of Scotland. And apparently it comes from, which I love, Beltane, which is a kind of, you know, pre-Christian pagan festival on the 1st of May, which is about kind of fire and, you know, rose quartz and love and sun garden. So as I'm getting into kind of spiritual awakening stuff, that's really interesting to kind of think, aha, I've got some kind of you know, heritage in that, which I could like validate <laughs> or kind of like celebrate. Because the thing with Valentine is it's like a nice name. Um, people say it's like the whiskey or the cashmere or something. But when I, when I make reservations, they always hear it with a V like Valentine's Day. So it's problematic. Yeah. It's not a kind of like hyacinth bouquet bucket kind of thing or double yeah. <laughs> I love that when we started talking, I was worried that we wouldn't um, have anything to say. But we've been talking mm. for about 45 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's been a very successful first podcast episode. How did you find it? Yeah, good. I think um, I think we should sign off and then yes. do our next step of um, our curiosity journey and try and actually upload it and see what happens. I think we should upload it, put the little transition things on and maybe even publish it if you feel up to that yeah so i'm going to stop <laughs> your face is now. like what okay so let's bye sign <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> let's sign off and say goodbye bye everyone look forward to hearing from you and tune in next time yeah, see you later